Hi guys, welcome to the Second Wife Life podcast. This is Melissa. And I'm Shay. And we are college best friends who are living 3,000 miles away, but we share a very similar story. So join us in our journey as first-time wives, automatic mamas, and navigating through this beautiful life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Second Wife Life podcast. We hope everyone had a good Christmas holiday or Hanukkah or whatever it is you may celebrate. I hope you guys had a great holiday. Uh, This episode, we are going to kind of just recap our Christmas with our family and kind of talk about, you know, custody during holidays and what everyone does. So yeah, how was your Christmas, Melissa? It was super good. Um, We wanted to make this episode um, after some of you had reached out to us on Instagram. Um, We put out a little survey if you guys wanted to hear about holidays and custody arrangements and how all that works. Um, So you're getting what you asked for. And this is also, I guess, like a plug as well. If there's anything ever that you guys want us to talk about or have questions about, let us know because then we can move that episode up a little bit in the pipeline. You know, something we may plan to talk about later. We can talk about sooner if there's more interest for it. Um, So definitely reach out to us on our social media so we can make these things happen. Um, But Christmas and Hanukkah were great over here. Um, We had a very warm Christmas being that it's you know, Hawaii and our winters are chilly at 72 degrees. Um, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was, it was nice. We had, um, E this year. So what we do is, um, Dave and his ex-wife trade off holidays. So it's basically every other year. So she had him for Thanksgiving this year. So we get him for Christmas this year. And so next year we'll have him for Thanksgiving and she'll have him for Christmas. So it's basically an every other year type of situation for us, but, um, it was good. We did Christmas Eve with Dave's parents and his in-law or my in-laws. So my sister-in-law, brother-in-law and nephew were there. And then Christmas day was the three of us. And we went and did the whole Santa thing and had our, uh, we do the PJ, uh, tradition every year. So we were in our PJs and, uh, then had dinner with my parents, but it was good. It was nice. It was relaxing. It was, we had really good weather here. Actually, it was pretty nice out. He had fun and got what he asked for with Santa. He was super stoked about that. And then he also loved giving uh, presents to Paisley this year. He was super excited about that. And yeah, he was so excited to give it to her and help her unwrap them. And it was cute to watch. Paisley's our dog for those that don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like Christmas this year. I know we had like texted about this a little bit. Like it was kind of hard Christmas shopping this year. I don't know if it's just you know, 2020 things that were not difficult before, a little more difficult. Like we had mentioned, you know, help on the shelf. We um, were a little uninspired with that this year. And I know it wasn't just us. I have other mom friends who, who are struggling with it as well. And, you know, struggling with what to get for Christmas. You know, it's one of those years where it's, you know, you it's different. You know, you don't have your whole family around with you. Um, Things that the kids might want are different than what you're wanting for them. And, or they're just like not really having any wants at all. Um, I know for us, oh, we kept asking like, bud, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Hanukkah? Like what, what's on your list for the holidays? And he kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
And I think some of it may have to do with them not being in school, you know, talking to their friends like, oh, wait, you have this, you have that. I want that now. I you completely know? agree because we had that same issue. We talked about this. We had that same issue with Eve for the longest time. It was, what do you want? What do you want? And it was, I don't know. I don't know. We had to like force them to sit down and make a list and come up with something. Yeah. And it's hard. Like they're uninspired, which leaves us uninspired. I mean, Oh, is super into geology and his Christmas and Hanukkah list this year, he wanted diamonds and sapphires and gold nuggets. Like, I mean, (laughs) he would have been so happy to have any of that though. So, you know, we had to have like kind of a tough conversation, like, you know, but, um, diamonds just aren't, aren't really age appropriate. You know, I'm not going to get you a, a, gem box full of diamonds you know so then at least it gave us some direction and you know he got like a cool metal detector and then some like national geographic like geology kits and in like science books he's he's super into that stuff but yeah it was it was a weird weird year just like very uninspirational for the holidays I agree. And I I know, like you said, like you've talked to other people about it too. And I have as well. I think everyone was kind of just on that boat. And we we like to do like more experience type things too, rather than like material gifts. It's like hard because we can't do experience things. Like it it really is all material this year, which is, I don't know. And I don't want to say unfortunate because it's not like those are great too, but it's just a different dynamic than what you would normally do. Yeah, that's a great point because that's something that like we do, you know, like living in Hawaii, like, okay, we're going to go do this. We're going to take you here. And even grandparents on the mainland, like, hey, what's something that he like, what's an activity he really wants to go do? Well, we can't really do those activities right now. I mean, we're lucky here in Hawaii, things are a little more open um, than in California and other parts of the mainland. So, you know, grandparents were able to gift, you know, some experiential things for him. We're actually going next Wednesday um, on like a whale watching boat tour. So that'll be really fun. fun. Um, But yeah, it was just like a hard, hard year. And I can only imagine how much harder it was um, for, you know, any of our listeners who have custody arrangements where they weren't able to be with their kid um, for Christmas or Hanukkah, you know, any holiday that you celebrate, even Thanksgiving, New Year's, everybody has a different big holiday in their household. Um, So we understand and, you know, can sympathize, you know, it's, hard not only is it COVID but now you're it's almost more like that alone feeling when you can't have like your kid or children with you um to celebrate these holidays because they're they're at the other parents house and it's also hard too like I had someone ask me like how do you also incorporate like your own family on top of like the paternal grandparents like the biological grandparents and and, and that's hard too. Like, luckily my parents are very understanding and, and we'll do an episode on our, I'm telling our families about, um, meeting E and O and we'll go into all that another time. But luckily my parents are very understanding of the situation, but they love E and E loves them. And we did a big family Christmas with my sister and brother-in-law and E last weekend or the weekend before Christmas. Um, cause my sister wasn't going to be in town. So it kind of worked out. Um, with doing something with them anyways. But then we still were able to go over to my parents on Christmas day. Cause we had already celebrated with my in-laws the night before. So it, it, we got lucky in that sense, but it is hard incorporating more than just like 
two sets of families. Cause now like there's like six sets of families, you know, like it, it multiplies and doubles. So I think as far as advice goes on sharing holidays, just do the best you can. And if you need to celebrate early, celebrate early. If you need to celebrate late, celebrate late. The kids won't care if it's on Christmas. The kids are too excited anyways to just celebrate. Um, but it's, it is hard to incorporate a lot of different families and needs and wants and desires and traditions. And I think you just kind of have to plan it the best you can really. Yeah. It's so important too to keep that, you know, like light, light, cheerful, happy attitude around them. Because to your point, like they don't care if you're celebrating with them on the actual day, they're just looking to celebrate with you as a family, um, whether that's late or early, um, that's really what it boils down to. I mean, when Colby and I first started dating, um, that was the year that he got divorced. So in their agreement, um, he had to fly O to, <clears throat> to California to be with his biological mom for Christmas. And you know, like that kind of like was a bummer for us because this was going to be our first Christmas together. But you know, like you had, he had to oblige by it. That was in their agreement. It was just that one holiday. So let's go get it done with. Um, and it was hard, but you know, we had to make our, our own Christmas. And even though it wasn't on actual Christmas, it was still such a good time, you know, and that's all that matters is you make it a good time for them. Exactly. We did presents, we did dinner, we, we did the whole thing. We just pretended that that whole weekend before they left was Christmas you know, and that's what he remembers, mm-hmm. you know, we still talk about our first Christmas together and how much he loved our first Christmas together. You know, I don't really know how much of it's like memory or what is more jogged from pictures because he was only three. Um, but, you know, even just going through pictures, you know, he, he can draw some memory from that. Um, so I, I think that's just the most important, you know, it doesn't have to be the exact day. I mean, how many of us celebrate our birthdays the weekend before or the weekend after? And like, it's just as meaningful and just as fun, you know, but that's a perfect adults, example. Yeah. yeah. As adults, we work and, you know, usually I don't want to celebrate on my actual birthday because I'm working and that's not fun. I want to enjoy my birthday on a day where I don't have to work. <laughs> no, totally. And I think that's a very valid point is you kind of have to look at it um, like that too. And it's okay to celebrate a day later or a week later or a week early or whatever it may be, whatever it may be. And, um, we were kind of in that same boat too. Our first Christmas together, it was ease mom's year. So we celebrated early, but we also celebrate with Dave's family. So we never got like the three of us first Christmas. Like the very first time we had a three of us first Christmas was when we moved into our new house and we had E that year. And his whole family had gone up north um, to visit Dave's extended family. And we stayed behind because it was our first Christmas in our new house with E doing the Santa thing, like, you know, the whole shabam. So we stayed behind just so we could have that experience. And he, to this day, talks about that first first Christmas and and wearing our PJs and the traditions we started and mm-hmm. all this stuff and how he looks forward to doing these traditions every year and those are the memories that they're going to remember. And it doesn't matter if it's on Christmas or the day after or whatever, it's the memories that's going to bring it forward. Yeah. So I think for them, it's, 
it's all about, you know, what experience you create for them. Um, but I know for us as adults, it's definitely harder because um, you feel like that piece of you isn't there. You know, we put a little more focus on the actual day than kids do. And for us to have that feeling like, oh my gosh, we're having so much fun with this Christmas breakfast, dinner, what have you. But in the back of your head, it's like, but I wish... O was here. I wish E was here. And that's really hard. Um, and I mean, just holidays in general can be a really hard and challenging time, you know, even aside from COVID, like anybody who's lost a family member this year or a close friend, you know, like the holidays tend to bring out like those really hard and, and emotional times. Um, and I, I mean, I don't really have any like solid advice on it other than, you know, like create an experience for yourself, you know, even if you are missing part of you, on that actual holiday, like you, you have to make it something special for you, even if you don't want to. Um, and that, that can like, you know, carry you through that day and, and carry you through, through the holidays, you know, get with some friends, get with some family, you know, and it's always going to be in the back of your mind. Um, I mean, even aside from the holidays, you know, like there's times where like Colby and I have gone on a trip and, you know, oh, stayed behind, you know, and at that point where you're like, oh, we're so excited to get away. But then you do something and you're like, oh my gosh, he would love this he too. Would, yep. Yep. Um, so I, it's definitely harder on us as adults um, than I think it is on the kids, you know, as long as you're creating that good experience for them. Um, and I mean, Shay, you guys go through more of the the, you know, loss during a holiday, you know, if he's not with you for Thanksgiving, like what are some things that you guys do, do for that? Cause for the last, you know, two years, we've, we've had O for everything. everything. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, like I said, we, we trade off as much as possible as far as the big holidays go, like Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, but, um, the other holidays, we try and figure, we try, well, Halloween, we alternate too. um, I think the biggest thing is trying to alternate as much as possible. So each, you know, family side gets the same amount of time. Um, like Easter, we usually like split it in half. Um, so depending on like whose weekend it falls on, um, they'll have like the morning and then the other side will have the afternoon or, or whatever. It kind of, we kind of figure that out as, as it gets closer and, and what's going on at that time like this past year because of Easter and COVID and everything. Um, it was on our weekend. So we had him in the morning and then he went to his biological mom's later in the afternoon. Um, but it was just the three of us. Cause we couldn't go see anybody. That was when like quarantine was like super locked down at the time. Um, and then he went back to his mom's and stayed with his mom that night because it was just easier at the time. So we try and be as fair as possible when it comes to holidays, but it is hard. I mean, it's, you obviously, especially when you're with the rest of your family and then you have that one family member missing, like it's always, it's going to be hard no matter what. And something that Dave and I brought up to Christmas night is because eventually we want to bring more kids into the family. And I'm like, well, what do we do? Like, obviously on the years we don't have E, like we'll celebrate earlier or later, but then like, I don't want to deprive our other kids of a Christmas morning either. So how do we like balance that and do a full Christmas with E, but then still have Christmas with the other kids too. So that's something we're going to have to figure out when the time comes and when that, that's just me planning ahead. Cause that's what I do, but <laughs> 
but that's a dynamic we'll have to figure out too. And if anybody has suggestions for us, <laughs> send them my way. But um, it's hard no matter what. But I think as long as you make it enjoyable for everyone at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Yeah. And then I know um, whether it was Colby during the first year that we didn't have O for Christmas, like that was a really hard hard Christmas um, for him because it is like one of his favorite holidays. And, you know, not only do you feel like you have a piece of your family member missing, but then you also have this family member who it's, you know, we're creating like the best experience we can for ourselves and we want him to be there. Um, So I think it was really important for me and my role to like try to keep things as light as possible and like not dwell on it with Colby. Um, So if there's anyone out there who has a significant other who, you know, their, their biological child isn't spending the holidays with them, like, I think it falls on you almost like it's your duty to, you know, try to make it as light and happy as possible and support your partner um, the best that you can, like go do something that you guys normally wouldn't go do together. You know, if, if the kid was with you, um, try, try to make a positive out of it and really be there to support your partner because it's hard seeing them, you know, when they're upset that, you know, their, their peace isn't with them. Um, and yeah, it's really your duty to, to try to uplift it and to make it feel better for them in the moment and not to sit and dwell and complain with them. You know, that that's their job. Your job is to try to try to drag them out of that rut. So, you know, even though your whole family isn't together for the holidays, you can still, celebrate appropriately and, and try to make it the best that you can. Um, that's just like my biggest, you know, piece of advice is, you know, be there to support and uplift during the holidays. Um, when you know someone, you know, even if it isn't anyone who's going through a custody arrangement, it can be a friend who's lost someone, a family member who's lost a loved one, you know, be there to really like uplift each other during the holidays. Cause as light and happy as the holidays can be, they can also be a really dark time for other people. It's true. And I think that goes without saying to like really anyone, whether you're in a, you know, situation like Melissa and I, or a di- completely different situation of losing a loved one. Cause that's always hard too. Like I had my, my Nana pass away four years ago this month. And that's always two weeks before Christmas. And that's always hard. So it's like, you kind of just have to push through as much as you can. And and like you said, is make memories and be there for each other and do what you can to make it a positive and do things for yourself. Like you can put yourself first. It's okay to put yourself first. I, I totally agree. So I think that this is, um, uh, it's something important. Um, if you are a family member or, you know, you are the parent and you're not with your, your child for a holiday, I do think that depending on your relationship, you know, and if you co-parent and your relationship with, with your ex, um, I do think that it's important that they do have a little like something on Christmas from that parent, regardless of, you know, you, if you have them or not, like, if you're trying to be active in your child's life, whether they are physically with you or not, I think it's really important that on holidays, you still extend like your love to them, even if they aren't with you. You know, um, I know that when we, 
when O would go to California to visit his biological mom, we would always send him with a little something from home, you know, like a little, just a little like feel good um, from Colby and I. And I think it's really important that that is done for the, for the kids. It doesn't have to be anything big or, you know, you, something small to like hide in their bag that they take to and from your house. Or, you know, if you have a really good relationship with um, your ex, just communicate that to him. Like, hey, I don't want to take away from your Christmas, but I just sent a really little something with them, you know, so that way they know that I'm like thinking about them or, you know, to make it like a little bit more familial. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think that's, that's I'm speaking, yeah, from like, like what I would appreciate for O. Yeah. Um, I, no, I don't know. I think that's- you guys go back and forth. So I don't know with a 50-50 if that's something you guys would appreciate because you guys like you all get to see him. Yeah. You know, no, like, I think each other, but like for a situation like ours, um, you know, where he, we have full custody, like just because your child isn't physically with you, if you're really trying to be in their life in some capacity, it shouldn't matter if they're physically with you or not. Like you still put forth that effort to make them feel loved by you. No, I agree. And I think that works perfectly for you guys, especially like when you're so used to having him for holidays and then you don't like 1000%. I agree with that for us. Um, we've never done that, but we do make sure to call him on that day or his biological mom called on Christmas. Um, like on Thanksgiving, we called him to say happy Thanksgiving, even though we did our Thanksgiving celebration, like we still Mm -hmm. called him to acknowledge him and say hi. And his biological mom did the same thing to us or not to us, but to him on Christmas and called to say Merry Christmas, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, we, I, we keep the gift thing separate, um, but we acknowledge him. We'll call him and talk to him and ask how the day's going, what they're doing, you know, just to bring awareness to it too, for sure. Yes, that's so important. And that, you know, even though you're not with me on this holiday, like I'm still thinking about you. I hope you have a great day. And yeah, I think that's really important. Exactly. Um, I agree. You still need to acknowledge it, even if you've already had your celebration already. Yeah. And I think for you guys, you're really lucky in that situation where like on those holidays, like you guys will answer her call and she will answer your call. Um, so you, you guys have, have that for him. You guys all have that commonality of like making sure that he feels that love from you guys on the holidays, regardless. Um, I know other people, you know, are not as fortunate with that, but I think like, it's always best to put that put that good foot forward, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all about what you do for, for the kid or children, kids, um, depending on the situation, but yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's important. It's really important for them. And then, you know, like we were going through it, have gone through it where, you know, that parent doesn't, you know, reach out on those holidays. Um, and, and it's hard, you know, Very hard. Yeah. So I I think it's just something important that it's something important to remember if you're in this situation to just take note of and whether you're a bonus parent or you're the biological parent, it's just something to always remember and take note of. Yeah. All right. So enough about like the hard, the hard parts of the holidays and, and how we get through them. Um, new year's that's coming up. What do you guys have planned? COVID? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of hard with, with COVID. We don't really have much plans. We do have E this year. New Year's is another holiday that we try and trade off. Um, 
technically last year we had him, but we were out of town because it wasn't our, our Christmas. So we did a big family trip with my parents to Australia. So on the days that we would normally have him, Dave's parents took him. So he spent new year's cause it fell on Dave's day and it was Dave's year. Um, but he spent it with my in-laws. Um, it falls on our day again this year, but instead of just messing up the schedule and everything, we just left it all the same. So just because of how our schedule works, it just didn't make sense with Christmas and then new year's and messing the schedule up. Um, we agreed just to keep it how it was. So we have them for new year's this year, but we honestly don't have any plans right now. It's just because of COVID and everything. We may go to, uh, my sister-in-laws and then uh, E can be with, uh, his cousin, but that's not set in stone. We briefly talked about it at Christmas Eve, but, um, yeah, we're just kind of winging it, seeing what happens. I don't know. What about you guys? Yeah, we don't have any plans whatsoever. I mean, like I mentioned before, like Hawaii is like pretty open. Um, but we haven't, we haven't really discussed it to see, see what we want to do. Um, I'm even trying to think like what we've done in the years past. Um, um, we've only not had O for one new year. Like, I guess two, like if you count when we first started dating, um, and Colby had to take O to California, um, for Christmas and new year's. And then the following year he was with us. And then the following year he was in California. Um, so Colby and I went into Waikiki and, you know, had a really fun time, but the last two years he's been with us. Um, and to be honest, like we all have a really hard time staying awake like past 10 o'clock, like we are a bunch of like grandmas and grandpas in this house. Um, so we usually celebrate at 10 PM, which is midnight California time. And that's where like a majority of our family and friends are. Um, so we'll celebrate up till that point. If, and then we usually go to bed and then we get woken up at midnight because fireworks are a huge deal here in Hawaii. Um, we get woken up by the fireworks. So we've like gone and like in our backyard and looked at them. Um, but yeah, we don't have anything. It's, anything. it's just a weird year this year too. Like the whole yeah. thing that we talked about, but you made me realize something. I think the last time we had E for new year's, he was, he was younger. He was like four because of just how the years have gone. Um, and I think we weren't even living together just because last year we were gone, even though it was our new year's and then the year before that he was with his mom if I remember correctly um so yeah we haven't really had and I and that one new year's with him I remember going to bed early because he was little he couldn't stay up and we did the New York Eastern celebration and then yeah yeah, so now that I think about it I feel like we should go big even though we'll be at home Yeah, I was debating on like making a really good like New Year's Eve dinner for us but honestly I am so cooked out like from Thanksgiving and then we had Hanukkah dinner and then Christmas like I am done cooking (laughs) I'm cooked out in general just because of being home since March and like no one usually cooks three meals a day at home you know usually you have lunch on the go or you pack a lunch and breakfast is on the go or whatever so I'm so I love cooking but I'm definitely cooked out within this past year just because of how much we've eaten at home than we normally would yeah. I mean, we always try to make it like a little, little something to get him 
excited about New Year's, but this year, again, it's just like such an uninspirational year. Like we need a mind shift here, you know? <laughs> totally. Totally. Hopefully 2021 will, will bring that mind shift. Um, do you have any mom wins or fails this past week? I don't know. I have one fail. What's your fail for the week? We, I, to- we totally missed a snowball night before the elf left. Really? There was a night. Yeah. We, where were we? Or did we do anything? I don't even think we did anything. I think we were just so tired. We woke up the next morning and he woke up like right when we did and he's off looking for and he comes into our rooms and Dave and I look at each other we're like crap. And oh yeah, you texted me about this. Yeah, snowball didn't move and and Dave had set him up the night prior about him golfing with this like he Dave has a golfing Santa and he took the golf stick or golf club and put it with snowball to make it look like he was golfing. And so he came in saying like snowball is in the same position. We were just like, Oh my gosh. But Dave came up with a good story about how he had an early tea time. So that's probably why he didn't leave or, and then Santa's sitting next to him. So he may have gotten confused and thought that was the real Santa. So he didn't have to go anywhere. And he totally <laughs> it, thankfully, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my mom fails. Totally missed the totally had a one night where we just totally forgot. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't. It's hard too with with Christmas and the holidays too. Yeah, I don't think I have really a mom win either. I have a mom win, so like balance it out. (laughs) Okay, perfect. So, O is a huge reader, and I've been wanting since we moved. I've been wanting to get him like a reading chair for his room, but I haven't found any that I liked. You know. And then finally he was like, you know, like, I don't see any chairs out there that I like, so I don't want a chair anymore. I'm like, okay, like if you don't want a reading chair, like that's fine with me, you know? Um, and then I saw one at Target and I was like, well, I'll just get it. You know, at the very least he can like watch TV in it or read whatever. Like maybe if I just get something, he'll realize like how much he loves it. And it was only like $40. Like, not like a fancy chair at all. Like not what I was picturing. Like I wanted to get him like a proper, like cozy chair for his room, you know? Yeah. And I was like, whatever, like this will do, like, it's cute. It looks comfy. Like, let's see if he, if he takes to it. Gave it to him for Christmas. Kid has not left his chair. (laughs) That's cute. Like that is my, that is my like win. Just going with my gut, getting the first chair I saw that looked like it would fit with his room. Um, it's still downstairs, but like he says that it's his favorite Christmas gift. Oh, and he, that. like, he got some pretty cool stuff. It's metal detector, like all kinds of cool books and things that like he normally would be like so stoked for, but like, no, it's this chair. He like well, loves it means something this chair. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm like patting myself on the back, like, good job. No, that's, on it. that's a great mom win. I love that. Yeah. But that's, that's, I guess, all I, I have. Yeah, I don't think. It kind of goes with like every like meme that you see, like, oh, spent all this money on gifts for my kids, but they're sitting there playing with cardboard boxes. And it's like, totally well, we got him all these cool gifts and family members got him all these cool gifts, but he's happy with a $40 plush chair. Yeah. <laughs> now one of the gifts we got E was a new life jacket for my, when we go out on my parents' boat and he's, we like asked like, what was your favorite gift when Christmas was over? And he started like ranking and the life jacket was like number two. And we're like, okay, sure. And you were so worried. He'd be like, why am I getting a life jacket for Christmas? Yeah, exactly. Like he was super stoked about it for next summer, but 
to each his own. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I was like that as a kid though, you know, there's one thing that you just like really wanted. So it's like what you gravitate to and like, he loves going on the boat. So why would he not love getting a life jacket? Totally. And we contemplated doing like um, a wakeboard for him to start learning how to wakeboard, but we're thinking maybe one more year, maybe next Christmas, like that could be a big present next year. Cause he just started learning to like wake surf with Dave. And that took like a lot of encouragement to get him to do. He loves tubing. Um, but I think the whole being behind the boat, not on like an inflatable was intimidating to him, even though he loved watching all of us like wakeboard and wake surf and stuff. But uh, so that was a big, big step towards the end of this summer. We got him to finally wake surf with Dave. And so I think we need one more summer to kind of get him more used to it before we do the wakeboarding thing. Yeah. Like cemented in for him. Yeah, totally. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to our little holiday wrap up. Um, hopefully we answered your questions um, that were sent into us. Um, if you have any more questions or we kind of open a new topic that you guys need some insight into, please feel free um, to DM us, message us on our Instagram um, so we can get back to you. And yeah, we hope you guys had a great, great Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and any holiday that you celebrate. Um, And happy new year. We will see you guys next year. Yes, reach out, please. You can also email us too. Our email is secondwifelifepodcast at gmail.com. So find us on Instagram, find us on email, whatever it is, and reach out. We want to hear from you for sure. If, If there's anything that we may not have covered that we didn't think of, please let us know. But yeah, we hope you guys all had a great holiday, even during COVID. And we hope you guys have a great new year too. Bye guys. Bye.